you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG, Marcus Grant, with my guy, Michael F. Florio. We are previewing the rest of the Week 15 slate, and we're giving you our fantasy heroes, but first, we're serving up some hot takes. This is where we get a little bit spicy. What is your hot take for the week? Well, going back to that Lions game and and how we think they're going to attack it, I think... uh, Dan Campbell's going to look at it, and I was going to try to make a Frank's Red Hot. Mm-hmm. I put that on everything. Right. I don't know how to make it work, but <laughs> Gibbs and Monty, 20-plus each. I think not 20-plus touches, 20-plus fantasy points each. I think they are going to get plenty of volume. They are going to produce in a big way against a team that not only has allowed the most fantasy points to running backs, but they struggle on the ground against them. They struggle against pass catchers against uh, running backs. Like Marcus said, they've been better against the run, but it is still the weakness of their defense. And if Sertan and co could limit how Goff is able to throw the ball, it probably just means even more running and even more dump offs. Yeah. I just like, I like a lot of Gibbs and Montgomery this week for uh, Detroit on my side. This is crazy, super spicy. Easton Stick, he of the 25 career passing attempts, will throw his first two career touchdowns against the Las Vegas Raiders. That's right. I'm getting crazy here with Easton Stick. I don't know much about this dude. All I know is I put out a picture of an Easton aluminum bat last week, and I got back several pictures of hockey sticks, (laughs) which tells you that I'm not really a hockey guy. But look, I just have this weird feeling like nobody's really seen a lot of him. There's not a lot of tape out on him. The scouting report is probably five years old on this guy. And what does he have to lose starting this game for the Chargers? Go out there and rip it. Just let it be loose. Just throw the ball around, especially if Keenan Allen is healthy. Uh, Get all your playmakers involved. And it just it feels like one of those games where my Raider fan friends are going to be texting me like, who the F is this guy? How are we losing the Easton stick? I see Josh over there already putting his hands out because he is a Raider fan in the room, knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's nodding his head in agreement. It just has that feel of 
I can't believe we lost to Easton Stick. Is Easton Stick the best starting quarterback in that game? Ooh. <laughs> we'll find out. 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video. Check it out. We'll find out for sure uh, who reigns supreme between Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell. Diving into the Sunday games here in week 15 as the fantasy playoffs start across most leagues. Jets and the Dolphins. Jalen Waddell, uh, Raheem Mostert, Devon A. Chan. Are you nervous about them against this Jets defense? Yes. Yes, very. Um but I still think you probably like Raheem Mostert is a must start option. He had uh, the the two touchdowns, I believe it was the last time they played the Jets. I know he scored. It was like five fantasy points halfway through the fourth quarter he had. And then he finished with over 20. Uh, Tyreek Hill is obviously as must start as you can ever get. Jalen Waddle, I had as a sit the last time they played the Jets and he went for over 100 yards. So A-Chan brings too much upside. You'd have to have a really good option, I think, to get away from one of your Dolphins skill position players. Tua is probably the one that's easiest to get away from. I feel better about starting my running backs for Miami than I would my pass catchers here because, as we just talked about, no Tyreek Hill makes this a completely different passing game. And if he can't go or is limited, that is going to impact what Miami does. But the Jets have been a little bit softer against the run. So I think Raheem Mostert's still very much in play. Devon Achan also still in play. So those guys I feel really, really good about. Um, so much of what happens with Tua or Jalen Waddle depends on what happens with Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek is a go, then I feel I think you feel better about those guys. But understanding, um, you know, hey, you might get sauced. And uh, that's not going to be great for your fantasy production this week. Giants at the Saints, which when I type these two teams out, I always juxtapose the I and the A and the N in the middle of these. It's a whole thing. Anyway, that's just my own little weirdness. Um, Tommy F. Cutlets, is he a streaming option this week against New Orleans? Uh, Deeper, yeah. Like the Saints, they're... They're an okay matchup. Uh, they don't scare me off of or anything like that. Crazy stat. Since week 10, Tommy Cutlets and Patrick Mahomes have the same amount of fantasy points. I, I don't know what's going on there. But DeVito, this week, I don't know. The Saints aren't the best matchup. But he does have favorable matchups moving forward. So if he continues to play well, then I think we could be talking about him as someone you could trust next week, potentially. Um He's also running more like he was their leading rusher last week. That is not getting talked about enough because it, it is huge for fantasy purposes. It really is huge for fantasy purposes. I don't know that I have the guts to stream Tommy DeVito this week. He's a nice story. At some point, I feel like the ceiling is going to come crashing down. I mean, this is a guy who didn't have a great college profile, went undrafted. Um, it took it took injuries to Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor to even get him on the field. We didn't know what to expect. He played really great, right? I'm not going to take that away from him. I think at some point, though, you're going to see defensive coordinators kind of really dig into the tape. Now that they got a little more film on him and try to figure out where his strengths and weaknesses are, this is not a week that I would want to trust my fantasy playoff life uh, to Tommy DeVito. So I would stay away from him unless you're really, really hurting uh, at the position, which, look, I've got some teams that are pretty bad. Admittedly, those teams aren't in the playoffs, so this is not really an issue for me on those he, rosters. He gets the Eagles next week. 
Zach Wilson gets the Commanders. There's a super flex. Uh, there's a world where in super flex leagues you're playing. Them. That would be amazing if somebody out there. Like, we'll try to revisit this next week. But if you are out there in a super flex league and you make it to week 16, like I want to see somebody's Wilson DeVito lineup. I just do. I got to see it. Uh, Texans at the Titans. Still waiting to see what CJ Stroud's availability is going to be as he is in concussion protocol. Um, but how are you navigating this Texans offense while you try to figure this out? Uh, I want to wash my hands clean of this backfield altogether, whether Stroud plays or not. Last week was Singletary. The week before was Pierce. The week before was Singletary. It could just be a week-to-week matchup thing, how they the coaches view it. And we won't know until the game is being played which one is going to get the heavier share. So I want to avoid that. Uh, I think if Stroud sits, you get away from your Texans this week. Like, Nico Collins is, is very much so in doubt. We know there's no Tank Dell. So Noah Brown is the top pass-catching option here. But without C.J. Stroud, I cannot trust him in a fantasy playoff game. Dalton Schultz would be maybe the only one I trust if he suits up because the bar for fantasy tight ends, we talk about it all the time, is much lower. If Stroud plays, then I think we could entertain the idea of like getting Nick, uh, Noah Brown into your lineup. Uh, if Stroud plays, it's Dalton Schultz, it's Noah Brown, and that's kind of it. As much as I love Robert Woods, I don't know that I'm really going to mess around with Bobby Trees in a playoff situation. He just has not shown an ability to get a lot of the targets so far this year. If there is no C.J. Stroud... I'm with you. I'm sort of out on everybody. Maybe I can make a case for Dalton Schultz, but that's really it. It's the kind of thing where if this were, say, week seven or eight, I would try throwing Noah Brown in a lineup with Davis Mills and seeing if he just wants to take some shots down the field. In week 15, and knowing this is a gotta have it week for me in fantasy, I don't want to mess around with something like that at all. And and that is how your lineup decision making change should change in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is it's it is it's it's different between week seven. It's mid-October versus mid-December. That changes a lot of how you're going to go and and put your lineups together. Uh, Chiefs at the Patriots. Once upon a time, you know, handful of years ago, this was a marquee game. It would have been you know Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. It would have been like a Sunday night football game. Uh, now it's just like a, you know, midday Sunday game. But Ezekiel Elliott looked really good last week, uh, getting all of the attempts in the backfield for the Patriots, or at least most of them. Uh, does he have that in store for week for the second week in a row, I guess I should say? To your point, I think it was James Palmer. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I am. Who tweeted that this is the first time these two teams have met in the one o'clock window since yeah. the game where Tom Brady tore his I believe ACL. I saw that in the research packet as well. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. Like. That was in 2008. Uh, but yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, look, he's not going to give you what he gave you last week. I wouldn't count on it at least, but he's a must-start option, I think. If I, if you blindfolded, what was that movie with Sandra Bullock? Uh, bird Box. Yeah, if you had a Bird Box yourself right now, and I told you 27 fantasy points, 91% of the snaps, 22 carries, 8 targets, you'd be like, yeah, that's Christian McCaffrey. No, no, no. <laughs> that was Ezekiel Elliott's stat line last week. And what I love is... We know that when they're ahead, he is going to get the ball plenty, and he's going to get the ball near the goal line. And when they are trailing, he is still going to remain a part of the pass attack. So I I think Zeke, volume alone, you have to start him. That game that Zeke had last week, that's more points than Tony Pollard has scored in a single game so far this season. That makes me sad. That is like (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott has a higher high score than Tony Pollard does in 2023. Uh, Look, as long as... 
There's no Ramondre Stevenson. It's all go for Zeke because he's getting so much of the volume. The Patriots struggle in the passing game so badly, whether it's Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. They just don't have any real pass catchers that, that threaten you. Uh, even in a bad matchup on paper, I'm going to trust the volume here. So that's going to give me a, enough confidence to start Ezekiel Elliott, uh, at least as a flex, maybe as an RB2, depending on how my lineup sets up. So there it is. Going to step away for a quick break. Stick around for more of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The Saturday Showdown is back this week with an exclusive triple header live on NFL Network. Watch Vikings Bengals at 1 p.m. Eastern, followed by Steelers Colts and Broncos Lions in primetime Saturday, December 16th, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Finishing up our Week 15 slate of games, starting with the afternoon contest. The 49ers head down to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals. The Niners are red hot. You're starting all of those guys. But uh, any hesitation with, say, you know, Kyler Murray, James Conner, Trey McBride in this one? McBride must start option. James Conner, I think, is a sit this week. Uh, and then Kyler Murray, it depends on your option. Like, I have a team with Purdy and Kyler. I would play Purdy. I would play Stafford over him. I would play Jordan Love over him. But I, I wouldn't do, like, the Browning or Flacco or those streaming options. Yeah, I still am okay with Kyler, especially in two quarterback leagues. I'm with you on McBride. I would stay away from James Conner. Uh, maybe give a shot to uh, Marquise Brown as well. I know he's expected to come back uh, and be healthy this week. So I think he's worth uh, at least a wide receiver two or three spot uh, in your lineup. Got the commanders at the Rams. Uh, we have been worried about scary Terry because they're spraying the ball around in that Washington offense. Would you play him this week against the Rams? 
Uh, I have a league where I am 100%. Two teams, I think, I actually, I just don't have an option that I like more. And I'm hoping for a squeaky wheel game here for Terry McLaurin. After their, before their bye, when they lost that game, he didn't have a catch. And he was like, yeah, I'm out here just get my, like, he was Get annoyed. My <laughs> yeah, he was annoyed. And I think maybe they had the whole week, the bye week to be like, we need to do, we really do need to get our best player the ball more. So I'm playing Terry, uh, but kind of reluctantly in a game though, where I mean, all games, the commanders play in their trailing. They pretty much are always trailing. And I think it's a little bit of a squeaky wheel game. I think it's also just, it might just be his turn this week because they seem to be kind of spreading it around. Some weeks it's McLaurin, some weeks it's Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. They're kind of going all over the place. This feels like a game where maybe it just turns back to uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's been 50 yards or fewer in three straight weeks. Maybe it comes back his direction this week. Uh, the Cowboys at the Bills, which might be the game of the week, at least on paper, it looks like that. Are you shying away from any of your Bills against this very tough Cowboys defense? I'm probably the wrong person to ask, but no. <laughs> like, obviously, Josh Allen is a must start. I know people are out there wondering what to do with Diggs. I am 100. I'm starting Stephon Diggs every week the rest of the year. You don't have to ask me. Um I get that Dalton Kincaid had a down week last week. I still think it, you probably don't have a better option than him. James Cook is a great must-start option right now. I even, Marcus, I don't know if I'm crazy for this. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. So, like, Brandon Cooks, Gabe Davis, I call them, like, the boomer bus bros. Mm. I think they're in play because if it's a high-scoring game, they could catch a long touchdown. No, I'm totally with you on that. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. And I, I'm sticking with the Bills. Like, I can't get away from Stefan Diggs because he always has the – a possibility of going off in any given game. So you got to stick with him. Obviously, you're starting Josh Allen. I think the way Joe Brady has been calling the offense, James Cook is definitely a bigger part of it. I was encouraged to see uh, Dalton Kincaid play as many snaps as he did, yeah. even with Dawson Knox back last week. We'll see if that stays the same this week with Knox one week healthier. Um, but it was very much uh, encouraging to see that Dalton Kincaid still very much in play there. So I think you start all your guys. If you've been starting some of these guys all week long, I don't think you stop this week because I'm with you. Brandon Cooks is very much in play. Jake Ferguson, uh, all those guys on the Cowboys side, I think are yeah. viable this week too. Uh, Sunday night football. Got the Baltimore Ravens heading down to Duval to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Keaton Mitchell has been doing really big things with very limited opportunities. Will this finally turn into the Keaton Mitchell week that we have all been waiting for? I am hopeful. Um, I think they need to just get rid of Justice Hill, like stop giving him 40% of the snaps. Uh, Gus Edwards, it's it's so hard to trust him right now. Mitchell has taken over as their lead runner, like carries, snaps, uh, targets. He's been leading them the last couple of weeks, but he's splitting so much with the other two that it's led to floor games. To me, boomer bust option Mitchell is, but if you're going a little bit deeper at running back, I think he's in play. I definitely think that Keaton Mitchell is in play. Uh, Patrick Claibon pointed out on NFL Fantasy Live that it's almost become a tell now for yeah. the Ravens offense that when Justice Hill is in the game, that means they're throwing the football. They just generally are not running with Hill on the field. Similarly, when Keaton Mitchell is on the field, you know they're running it, and you know they're probably running it to Keaton Mitchell. So at some point, you wonder if Todd Munkin is going to realize the tendency here and try and switch it up. And it doesn't even have to be much, right? It just means if you're going to have Justice Hill out there, if you're going to insist on having him out there, give him a couple of carries. Uh, if you're going to have Keaton Mitchell out there, maybe throw him the ball once or twice. You don't have to do it a lot 
You just have to do it enough. It's you know what? It's it's like the it's like the baseball player who you know drops a bunt down the third baseline against the shift, right? Yep. I guess when you could still shift. You only got to do it once, and then the defense has to sort of pay attention to it. And I think that's sort of what uh, the the Ravens need to do with their running backs at this point. Monday Night Football. This one looks really sneaky fun between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Fun fact, maybe not so fun fact, uh, from the research packet, the Seahawks have lost four games in a row. First four-game losing streak in the Pete Carroll era for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, They have been fairly consistent under Pete Carroll, but in a slump right now and needing a win to stay in the playoff race in the NFC. Meanwhile, the Eagles have not only lost back-to-back games, but been blown out in back-to-back games. Um, It's been rough for the Seahawks wide receivers. Tyler Lockett, who I am admittedly a stan of, has underperformed. Jackson Smith and Jigba has not been what we wanted him to be but we've been picking on the Eagles secondary all year long. Can you start Lockett and JSN this week? I think Lockett for sure is in play. Uh, Last week, 89 yards, six catches, 14.9 fantasy points. He's also the option that they really like in the red zone. JSN is a deeper name because the Eagles have allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers. We have their fans writing Slay and Bradbury's name on (laughs) trash cans. That's how bad this secondary has been. Um, but JSN's air yards per target, his A dot is so low that it's hard for him to put up numbers unless he scores a touchdown. So I think you could potentially get away from JSN. But Lockett, I do think, is in play this week. That right there is exactly the reason I can't trust Jackson Smith and Jigba is that his targets have basically been extended handoffs. Uh, yeah. They're just not using him down the field at all, whereas at least you know Tyler Lockett is going to get those shots downfield. So I would feel a little bit more comfortable with him against the Eagles than I would for Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's time to see who will deliver presented by Uber Eats. The guys who are going to cape up and take you to victory. So uh, who is going to be your fantasy justice league player for this week? This one's a little spicy, I think, but uh, give me Deandre Swift. I like it. I know three down weeks, you people out there are thinking of sitting Deandre Swift, but I I think you got to keep riding with him. The Seahawks have allowed the most rushing yards and touchdowns to running backs since week nine, the most receiving yards to running backs since week 10. Uh, so through the air on the ground, they could get him. Plus, like Marcus said earlier, the Eagles have been blown out in their last two games. That's not a favorable game script for a running back. So uh, this week, I think they'll be playing with a lead. They're going to grind out the clock with the with DeAndre Swift. And then he gets the Giants and Cardinals to end the year. I know he's disappointed the last couple of weeks. He still could be a league winner and lead you to a fantasy championship. No, I absolutely like him this week. And I think the Eagles want to keep that secondary off the field, which means running the football. For me, it's Matthew Stafford. Been red hot over the last three weeks. Ten touchdown passes, just one interception. Six of those touchdown throws have come against the Ravens and the Browns. Those are not lightweight defenses we're talking about. Now he gets the Commanders, who are a very lightweight defense. So I expect Stafford to stay hot. And that means his pass catchers, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, even DeMarcus Robinson is a deep sleeper this week uh, against that Washington defense. Love him a lot. There you go. That was Who Will Deliver, presented by Uber Eats, where you can get almost, almost anything. The official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL, order now. 
It's the start of the playoff season. Best of luck to all of you who are in the postseason. Uh, for those of you who didn't make it, one, thanks for watching. And two, uh, stick around. We got some more stuff coming for the future and hopefully better luck next year. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, minds are like parachutes. They only work when they're open. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy week 15, everybody. And we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.